afternoon and welcome to wait hang on hang on did i say that wrong yeah welcome to no no this is touchdown report featuring deacon himself co-host for the touchdown report nay is off this week because this is a draft special and what other day to better do this on than el deacon day also known as Cinco de Mayo. Deacon comes out of his shell today. And here we are, official start of the summer. I don't care what anybody says. I know it's still cold out and raining in most parts of the country, especially along the East Coast. But we're starting to have a little bit of normalcy and vaccinations and whatnot going and doing their thing. And, you know, uh, for everyone that is out there taking vaccinations, great, good job or whatnot. Um, I have gone through a serious situation with the vaccination uh, this particular week itself. Uh, uh, My mom actually was in the hospital due to a direct side effect from the covid pfizer shot so we're hoping that she gets a speedy recovery she is home now and i thank all of the deacon and co show fans that were uh very supportive during this time for me so it took me a little while to do this episode as you could see as my fans know uh there was no episode last week due to the events that happened to rupert pupkin aka deacon's mom so we wish you a speedy recovery and uh You know, the situation that's going on here with the NFL draft, I think that it was a really good draft this year. And I really, really think that a lot of teams um, that needed their, you know, positions filled got some of them filled. The address, the the issues that were addressed, especially in the first round, um, you know, they basically, it was a good situation for most teams. And I'll get into that in a second. But the situation that I haven't seen a good draft class like this in a long time, I think this is a really good draft class. I'm not talking about draft class for quarterbacks because there are 10 quarterbacks or more that come out of the draft every year and not every one of them is named Patrick Mahomes um, or Justin Herbert for now throw that my come a rook in there but uh you know that can actually stand you know the NFL pressure and do what they got to do I mean a handful of quarterbacks that I can name off the top of my head that of that of great quarterbacks that come out of the list of the of classes of the last couple of years Patrick Mahomes already Super Bowl MVP league MVP Super Bowl champion um Justin Herbert, I, I know you guys are like, come on, Deacon, stop at the fucking Chargers. I'm telling you to watch this guy. If you have not watched the Chargers already, he was on a tear last year, and the Chargers finally did something to give them, give him some weapons, and it's going to be fun to see them in the upcoming weeks. I was going to hold out on you guys, being that I had the situation going on with my mom, uh, but I wanted to do this because I know everybody's been asking me what's going on, especially my fans that aren't uh, football fans itself or sports fans. I thank you guys always for tuning in and supporting me. The situation situation that I have with the draft itself, uh, and we'll again, like, we'll get into that in a few seconds, is that it was something that really kind of the NFL needed, you know, because not everyone for obviously forgot about the NFL, but with the situation going on with, you know, each year this fucking guy, Tom Brady, comes into a league, doesn't matter what team he plays on, you're going to see him in the Super Bowl, and unless your name's Nick Foles or Eli Manning, you're probably not going to beat him. As we recap the last game of the year for you guys, Patrick Mahomes was shut down by the Tampa defense. They were told that you could not, do not, would all effort and unreal shit. You knew Brady was going to go off in the Super Bowl because that's what the man does. He's Tom Brady. So crazy thing about that stat about the Super Bowl, that's another Super Bowl that Tom Brady and not the New England Patriots, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, out of his you know, Super Bowl appearances, because now the man's won seven, all right? He's been there seven out of ten times he's won, okay? 
it's it's a good percentage that these games don't go over. They go lower. And the crazy thing is that this one was another one situation. I went on here and I said I like the Buccaneers and I like the over. And it wasn't that the Mahomes laid down. It was that they found a way to contain him and turn around and basically do what the other teams couldn't do. And that was blitz, contain him in the pocket. And uh, we all know, everybody knew that... Kansas City's defense is suspect. They are just not good. And, you know, they uh, so hopefully will address some of their issues and going on here. And, you know, it's, it's tough because Kansas City, uh, they did not have a uh, pick, you know, in the first round. So it was crazy. They, you know, they did the trade with Baltimore. Uh, so they didn't have a pick in the first round. So their first pick was not until actually the 58th pick was obviously because of the trade, and they addressed their linebacker issue. And they got a linebacker from Missouri, Nick Bolton, and uh, he's going to do something for that team. He's not He's not going to be, um, you know, the next Ray Lewis, um, you know, but he's, he's going to do something for them. And I like what Andy Reid's going to do with him, but I'm not going to run down the whole list of every single person who got drafted here because you guys will probably shut the thing off after uh, the show starts. <laughs> like, while I'm talking like Deacon, I don't give a fuck about any of these. But uh, number one draft went to Trevor Lawrence going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a good move for them. They don't have a quarterback. They haven't had a quarterback in years. Um, so... I really do think that's a good move for him, uh, despite the injury that he suffered in college, if you guys aren't familiar, ACL or injury and whatnot. So I think that's a good move. The hometown New York football, J-E-T-S, just end the season. I'm sorry, just Jets, Jets. I didn't I didn't mean to say just end the season. Sorry, season hasn't started yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, still hating on the Jets, guys. Uh, Zach Wilson, quarterback from BYU. I'm very familiar with this guy. I watched a lot of BYU last year. Brigham Young University. I like Brigham Young as a team. I like the coach over there, and I like their style as a run-and-gun type of kind of like a KC type of offense if you guys get a chance to watch. I mean, they're not going to have their star quarterback, but I'm sure that they're going to basically put up another guy that will do the job, um, you know, and we'll see what's going to happen over there in that division. Um, The crazy thing about BYU is you guys got to remember, man, we got Steve Young from BYU, one of the greats of all time. Crushed my Chargers in 94. That was the year. Rangers in 94, and... Man, the Chargers had a chance, but they really didn't. Everyone knew that game was over. They got crushed by the Niners. Uh, Speaking of the Niners, uh, three pick goes to the Niners. Drafted Trey Lance uh, from Miami Trade. Now, see, this is crazy because this was something that was talked about. So were they going to take this gentleman, Trey Lance, who I think is a good player, not a great player, uh, but has a lot of potential. He can make. He's a he's a playmaker. So he's like uh, you know they're trying to compare him to like Lamar Jackson of Baltimore or like a you know a younger version of Mahomes. He can move and make things happen. I think personally he doesn't hold on to the ball enough. But the uh, you know fumble wise and turnover wise. But uh, came from North Dakota State, like I said. And this particular individual was traded uh, you know from the Dolphins. So the crazy thing about this was that the Dolphins were okay with this, and it was either going to be the guy from Alabama. Um, I, the guy from, excuse me one second, I'm sorry guys, the guy from Alabama, Mac Jones, uh, he, and it's the funny thing about that is that it was really thought that he was going to be picked in replace of Trey Lance, but the crazy thing was is that they felt, uh, you know, that this was the better move for the 49ers, and maybe so, who knows. Uh, Kyle Pitts, addressing the addition from Florida to number four, uh, Atlanta Falcons took him fourth. Uh, 
what more can you say? The Atlanta Falcons are in a rebuilding process. They don't know what's going to happen right now with Matty Ice, if he's going to come or going. And uh, truthfully, I really feel like that this is a good addition. And if they do want to keep this guy, Matt Ryan, and I do like Matt Ryan. I think he's a franchise player. I think he's a good quarterback. Uh, had a couple couple of uh, you know big collapses uh, including a uh, game at home, which I, I opened my mouth, and uh, I'll tell you guys a quick story about this, about the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I'm not particularly fond of the Atlanta Falcons. So, the Green Bay Packers are, and this is a true story, are playing on the road, and this has to be maybe 2008, 2009, and it's the biggest point spread in NFL playoff history at this point. It's their 24-point underdogs in Atlanta. So, now, Atlanta lost this game... 44 to nothing, and I turn around, and I made a stupid bet, so one of my close friends is a really, really big Packers fan, I have a couple of friends who are really, really big Packer fans, and he turned around, and he says, and, and he knew, I have a, I have a buddy who, uh, his dad works on Wall Street, he's retired now, but he still gets uh, the hookup, but I usually, with a normal non-COVID year, I get eight tickets, uh, he gets eight tickets to the Super Bowl, he sells me four of them at face value, so my friend knew, uh, that it was what was going down, and it was the day before my birthday, and we were out and got fucked up, and I made a stupid bet, and you guys know about some of my stupid bets because I had to have my stupid one of my stupid bets on my arm for a very long time. Uh, so he turns around and says, when Green Bay, not if, he goes, when Green Bay wins this game, I will turn around and I will ask you what time our plane is leaving so we can go to the Super Bowl because they are going to the Super Bowl. Sure enough, I opened my mouth. Sure enough, we were in Dallas that year, my friend and I, to watch the Steelers play the Packers, and Green Bay won that game. And it was not so much a great game for me. I hate the Steelers, so I really didn't have... You know, any alliance to either team, I was just there in support because I lost a bet. So, like, by the time that we were in the kick and just the, the uh, atmosphere of this game, and you got to imagine how young I am at this age, you know, 22, 21 years old. So my buddy and I get into this VIP tent, and we turn around, and we just, all you can eat, all you can drink, 50 bucks. We are in there. We are so fucked up. We don't even know where we are at kickoff. All I knew was, please let the fucking t uh, coin be heads. Sure enough, it lands on fucking heads. Now I can relax for the rest of the game. I don't give a shit who wins. <laughs> Score me some points. You know, I'm an over guy, and that's it. Uh, with the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals pick Jamar Chase, LSU wide receiver. I think this is such a good move to give Burrow some weapons. He's another one of those guys that we don't know what's going to happen because of the surgery. Everyone wants to say modern technology now or modern medicine, whatever preference you want to call it, can basically heal what's going on. But I don't believe that. If a guy like, I mean, and I'm not trying to compare the two because, you know, uh, Joe, Mar uh, Joe Burrow is definitely one of those guys who is definitely going to be a star uh, as long as he can stay healthy. And some of the other issues with the Bengals that were the offensive line and whatnot had to be, you know, rebuilt. And, and taking a wide receiver here, I think it was a good move. But I think they should have went O-line first. But uh, not to compare the two, but, I mean, look at Carson Wentz. I mean, the guy took a hit towards ACL, towards MCL. And, I mean, he was on a tear. He was 13-1. and one. What happened that season? St. Nick. Nick Foles came in. Went on a tear. Everyone said nobody's winning with Nick Foles. Nick Foles won. I was there. 
and Nick Foles won and beat Tom Brady. And uh, it was a great moment for me. You guys can hear how happy I sound in my voice just to be able to say, fuck Brady. But uh, it's the revenge game. When I was 16, Brady beat us. But uh, you don't know what's going to happen with the modern medicine, and you don't know how they're going to heal or whatever the situation is. But uh, Philly, the birds, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, had the number six pick, traded it to, to Miami. So that allowed Miami to have some flexibility on that earlier trade with the Niners that I had mentioned. They took Alabama's wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, uh, another good move. I mean, if you're going to stand behind Tua, then you at least give him some weapons. And now what you're doing is you're reuniting college teammates who played together in Bama, which is a great move. And I, and I really agree with what the Dolphins did. I agree with them doing the trade because they got a lot more in return for – switching the three and six pick. So a great move by them. Uh, Normally I won't say anything positive about the Dolphins organization so they can go fuck themselves, but great move by them. And smart move by the Birds because the Birds got uh, definitely some crazy, crazy stuff from the return for this and flexibility to move around as they did as well. Number seven draft pick was going to the Detroit Lions. Offensive line needs serious, serious adjustments if they're going to help protect Jared Goff. Yes, if you guys don't remember, during the offseason, they traded Jared Goff to the Rams, um, from the Rams, uh, and sending Matthew Stafford to the Rams, which is going to be great. So uh, they took an offensive lineman, Penisol, uh offensive lineman from Oregon. I, I'm fam- very familiar with this gentleman and very familiar with the Oregon offense. Um, I think it's a good move for them. I think it was a good pick. Uh, I always, always love when somebody takes a offensive lineman in the first round because this guy has to be something special for you to take him in the first round. Uh, number eight pick went to the Carolina Panthers. They took J.C. Horn, from a cornerback from South Carolina. You have nobody on the defensive side of the ball. Everybody's older, retired, and they're rebuilding in Carolina. Good move. Not a great move, good move. Patrick Sertain Jr. from Alabama. You guys are going to notice I'm going to say Alabama a lot because they produce the great players. Uh, Basically, cornerback, son of Patrick Sertain, played for the Dolphins for many, many years. I think it's a great move. Really great move. And the controversy of what's going on with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay Denver is projected one of the favorites to maybe get him or San Francisco because he wants out of Green Bay. Good move if you're starting to build a defense around for him. Uh, Ten, the Eagles went with the 10th pick, and I I love the move that they did, but it's crazy because they traded the 10th pick with the 12th pick, which was to the Cowboys, just to keep this guy away from the Giants, which is great because... If you're in this division here and your three straight picks go to the Cowboys, first it would have been the Giants, the Cowboys, I don't know, I'm sorry, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. That's what the original order, and then it went Eagles, Giants, Cowboys. So now I turn around and I'm looking at this from an overall perspective. Wide receiver, you we're going to stand in all in on, on Hurts. We don't have a choice right now. So getting rid of Alshon, getting rid of this one, getting rid of that one, losing Nelson Aguilar, losing uh, you know potentially other uh, uh, Deshaun Jackson. And, and, and now we, we need to rebuild. We need some receivers. And the Eagles still in this division, um, I still feel they can win this division. I still feel that they honestly uh, have a chance to do this. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a fan. I'm saying that because... These all these teams are in a rebuilding process. You've got a fucking team in a division that doesn't even know their name. Oh, we'll have a name by 2022. Like, you know, it just I can't get me started about this division, but go birds. I like the move. So now, as I mentioned, the number eleven pick went to the New York Giants. 
So now the Giants made an amazing move, and you guys know how much I hate the Giants. They made an amazing move to trade to the number 20 pick with the Chicago Bears. So not only did they get still a first-round pick, but they got a first-round pick next year, and they weren't worried about anything because they got the man that they wanted. They took, and I'll get to that when we get there, but they traded. Bears got the 11 pick, took Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State. I love the move. I think it's great. The Bears need a quarterback. I, I'm not sold in Trubisky. I think he's fucking terrible. You know, and I'm pretty sure that if they hadn't gotten rid of him already, they're going to do it real soon. Uh, 12, again, from the Eagles. A, a good move by Dallas. Dallas took my, uh, Mika Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. Penn State's defense has been good the last couple of years, led by this guy. Uh, I think I've seen a couple games that he was in, and every time that I've watched the game, they always it always seems like these commentators, uh, you know, they have to, like, blow somebody. So every time that I was watching, they were blowing him. Like, who else but Mika Parsons making the tackle again there, Bill? And uh, back to you, Deacon. So 13th pick goes to the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. Uh, Rashawn Slater, offensive lineman from Northwestern. Another good move. You're building around your franchise quarterback. I love it. I think this is the issues that they have to address. They also have to address, again, the wide receiver issue, which they did. They also have to uh, address the linebacker issue, which they kind of did. And and I think from there, from this situation, the Chargers will be a playoff team this year. And uh, I think it's going to be fun for you guys to you know watch the Chargers and get used to the Chargers. I think you guys will really, really, really uh, you know enjoy the offensive side of the ball because we are fucking explosive uh jets again they traded uh up to the 14 with the um no i'm sorry they traded their 14th pick um well i mean they traded for the 14th pick minnesota okay so they took an offensive lineman elijah vera tucker from usc and usc i watched about six of their games this year so i'm familiar with this individual as well i really 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 thought it was a good move by the jets you're taking a quarterback, and now you're taking his best friend with him. So you're, the Jets are moving in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm still shitting on them, but they are. 15th pick in the NFL draft went to uh, the New England Patriots, who I had mentioned earlier, took Mac Jones, quarterback from Alabama. Good move. Um, maybe Cam Newton can teach him some things, and let's see what they can do from there. Uh, and, you know, let's see what the guy's got. I mean, if Cam Newton, which I'm pretty sure that most people would agree with me, um, since he has not completed a full season in the NFL. You got your guy now. You're going to start doing this. This may be another Brady situation. Mac Jones might be another Tom Brady, but there's no Tom Brady. There's no one. He's a ghost. He's a ghost in New England. But Mac Jones, Alabama. 16th pick went to the Arizona Cardinals. He took Zayvon Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. You see what's going on here. There's a lot of um, linebackers going, and I, and I like that because... Linebackers are so versatile in the NFL that, like, it comes to a percentage of 41% of tackles um, come from the first and second levels. So, and that's a lot because you think about it, you know, especially the second level. And what, what I mean by leveled is, like, you got your front line, that's your first level, so your defensive lineman. Your second level is going to be your linebackers, and your third level is going to be your secondary, your safeties, your corners, your strong safety, your free safety, etc. So, to have the tackles at only that much of a percentage shows you, one, how the league is going and progressing because that means if it's about 41 to 48%, that's almost half of it. So half of that is being you know tackled by corners. Like that, that's, inc- that's incredible. Just take a look at the numbers. Uh, so I like the move. The Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. 
Took the 17th pick from Alabama, again, offensive lineman Alex Leatherwood. Uh, I like the move. Alabama leads rushing. They have the protection. Why? It starts up front with the offensive line. I love it. Not enough credit goes to the offensive line. It's kind of like saying, like, all right, yeah, we're going we're gonna to draft a, uh, you know, uh, shortstop. You know, he's versatile, but, uh, you know, it's like we don't really care if he can play shortstop, second base, third base. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, get him in there. So with an offensive lineman, primarily, I mean, in most cases, they can move around and slide around. But what they're most comfortable with may be one particular position, but they're so versatile and, you know, of course, most, most needed. Uh, now 18, again, the Dolphins pick Jalen Phillips is an edge player from Miami, Florida, uh, Miami University, Hurricanes. Uh, I like the move. I always like when... They have like this outstanding defensive rusher or somebody in the first round, and we didn't see it up until this point. So good. It took 18 picks to do it, but good. Uh, the Washington no-name football, dead skin, red skins, whatever you want to call them, had the 19th pick, and they took a linebacker from Kentucky, Jamin Davis. And I, and I love this because it's a really it's a good pick. In my eyes, this is probably within the top three uh, picks of the first round because this guy was unbelievable. And you don't hear so much about guys that come from places, you know, like Kentucky or, you know, uh, I guess I guess you could say like, you know, um, Northwestern so much or even uh, Houston or even, you know, Ole Miss or these places. You don't really hear that place as much as you're hearing the Ohio States, as much as you're hearing the Alabamas and the LSUs and you know, the Michigans and the Virginia Techs and whatnot. So now, with this being said, I mean, this is an A-plus for the Skins, and I think it's a good move with that. The 20th pick, as I mentioned before, of the Chicago Bears traded to the New York football giants who took a wide receiver, Kadarius Tony, from Florida, the Gators. Uh, good move. Uh, I don't know if... Um, he would be the answer to everything, but I mean, with Daniel Jones, a healthy Daniel Jones, the Giants have a really, um, you know, and of course a healthy Saquon, um, you know, your healthy receiver is over here too. You got to might have to find the next guy that uh, is going to not replace, but is going to put up the numbers that uh, you're missing from Odell Beckham. 21 went to the Colts. It's an edge rusher. Again, I like the move for them. They're, uh, the, the Colts were close. I don't know what's going to happen now that Rivers is retired. It's a different ballgame. Colts are still going to be a good, good defensive team. And Kawiti Pei is from Michigan, and he's going to add to it. Cornerback taken in the 22nd pick overall by the Tennessee Titans. Good move because the defense is good. This this guy will improve them. Uh, Caleb Farley, I uh, watched him last year, ACC guy. So I like to watch the ACC because so I am a Knowles fan. Knowles fan. Florida State. That's my squad. Uh, 23, which was, again, coming from the Jets and the Vikings trade. The Vikings draft, uh, also from Virginia Tech. Offensive lineman Christian Darasaw. And that is a great move because I think that also is in the top three picks of this round because he is an unbelievable offensive lineman and it's much needed to block for the cookie monster, Dalvin Cook. Knowles, baby. Told you I'm a Knowles fan. But it's definitely needed for them to do it. Now, this is the first time this has happened uh, this, this round so far, and it happens two in a row. So 24 and 25 are both running backs. Now, to me, you never take a running back in the first round unless it's somebody like Barry Sanders, unless it's somebody like Saquon Barkley, unless it's somebody like Emmitt Smith, unfortunately. I hate to say it like that, but those are the guys that you take in the first round. Adrian Peterson, sure. Uh, those are the guys. So now... 
The Steelers took Najee Harris from Alabama. Uh, again, a good rusher. All right, and the Jaguars with the 25th pick from the Rams uh, had taken the running back from Clemson, Travis Etney. So now I don't think it's a good move for the Jaguars. I don't think it's a good move for the Steelers because you still probably could have gotten those guys in rounds two or three, and you took them in round one and wasted a pick when you're not addressing the the issues that you have, and that's the sad part. Uh, good move here by the Browns with the 26th pick, Greg Newsom, uh, the second. Uh, obviously, I believe his dad played for both the Vikings and the Packers. I'm pretty sure, um, but if not the Vikings, then definitely the Packers. If he didn't play for both, um, Northwestern guy, I, I like. Like the move, the Browns are stacking up. The Browns' defense was pretty good last year, and I don't expect that to change. And I expect with the whole healthy lineup, Browns are going to win that division. And, uh, you know, I, I said from the beginning of the touchdown report that the Browns have a good legitimate shot to win that division, and they sure enough did. And I really wish they would have because um, Steelers didn't deserve that division. Um, coming with the 28th pick, um, sorry, 27th, uh, Rashad Bateman, Minnesota, wide receiver drafted by the Baltimore Ravens. It's a move for the Ravens that I wasn't really sure why we addressed. Why we, I'm not a Raven fan. Why they addressed the issue of wide receiver first. I can't tell you guys why there's so many other issues that they could have they could have had. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, you got guys that are getting older for them. Why not get another edge rusher? Why not get another linebacker? Why not even go and get a fullback? That's what you're looking at now. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's going to have to go and protect the scrambling, running Lamar Jackson. Quarterbacks like that don't last very long in the NFL without an offensive line. Uh, 28th pick in the draft went to the New Orleans. Who that, who that, who that, Saints. Um, not really sure again with this one, guys. Drafted a defensive lineman from Houston, Peyton Turner. Uh, not a good move by there because you don't have the, the issue of quarterback solved. You had your franchise player... Won you your only Super Bowl, probably the only Super Bowl you were ever going to see in your lifetime as an organization. Um, but I can't talk shit because that's one more than I have with the Chargers. But you needed to address the issue in quarterback, and you didn't do it. So, and if you're not going to address the order or the the issue of quarterback, and you're going to trust in Taysom Hill, then offensive line is where you should have went to protect him and Kamara. But with the 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers took cornerback Eric Stokes from Georgia. I like the move for the Packers. Another situation walking into draft day. You know that Aaron Rodgers wants out is going with a cornerback when you don't have a quarterback leading your team the right move to do. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Get to me. Deacon and Kosho at gmail.com. And let me know your thoughts. Uh, 30. Goes to the Buffalo Bills. Edge rusher. Good move. The defense was superb last year. The offense could have had some, uh, uh, you know, a couple of issues that they could have addressed. Um, I think the wide receiver issue was good, but I think that they're going to lose. Uh, I think they haven't already lost in free agency. I think the uh, tight end issue is great for the Buffalo Bills. The running back issue is another one. I, I like the uh, Buffalo Bills to have gotten uh, running back again, but running draft a running back in the first round is like an, a mortal sin. Uh, the edge rusher from Miami, Gregory Russo. Um, we'll see what happens with that. I think it's a, I think it's a good move, but again, needed to address other issues first. Traded with KC, the Baltimore Ravens got another pick in the first round, and and again, you know, we're speaking about these things. So now let's t- let's take a look back at the wonderful things that they did. They took a wide receiver. And now in the first round, they took an edge rusher from Penn State, Jason Owa. So, all right, you took this, all right? 
So, again, not addressing the issues. I'm not going to have to repeat myself again, but it's you're not addressing the issues. And I don't think Baltimore's a strong team. I don't really particularly like Baltimore, and I don't like the um, ups and downs and inconsistency that this team has. And, yes, I understand it's a different season with COVID and whatnot, and half their team was out last year with COVID for multiple games. Uh, it doesn't matter to me. You weren't impressive. You didn't win the wins that you had. You, you struggled to win those games. I had one or two blowouts in there, and just a dominant team that was supposed to be that way. You got shown up. Uh, 32, and the last one we're going to talk about is uh, Joe Tyron. It goes to the Buccaneers, and uh, edge rusher from Washington. Good move, adding to the defense already. And uh, I really do like the move. I, I think that the defense stepped up in the Super Bowl. The defense stepped up in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl. But you see, the thing is, is with the stepping up, it's not just so much stepping up when you have a chance and maybe you don't realize this. And a lot of people at this point um, will do whatever it takes to um, win a Super Bowl at this point. And so now when you turn around... And you have a man like Tom Brady, who now you don't even care if you're going to take a pay cut just to have a chance to have a piece of hardware. Um, it, and you're going to start seeing what's happening. And, and if, I'm going to tell you guys now that if Brady continues to perform and do what he's doing, he's going to play in well into 45. He just re-signed Antonio Brown, so he's got his weapon on the outside. And him and Brown started that shit in New England, finished that shit in Tampa, and... He's the real deal, Brown, too. And, I mean, just despite the, the fucked up things that he does, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, you know, everybody that's going to be penalized, it's a difference of, uh, all right, yeah, listen, I fucked up. I'm sorry. Here's my slap on the wrist. I won't let it happen again. If Antonio Brown could stay out of trouble, uh, I already think he's a Hall of Famer, but he could break a lot more records with Tom Brady throwing him the ball. Um, that being said, that's my draft recap, guys. That's for round one. I'm not going to bore everyone else to death with the rest of the rounds. But May 12th. It's a big day for me, uh, as the rest of everybody else, and it is uh, the NFL schedule release day, so I'm definitely going to bring it up in a Deacon and Co. show. Remember, episode 40 of the Deacon and Co. show is coming up uh, a few days. I, I also had to delay on that again, uh, so I'll get that out for you guys, uh, probably on Saturday, uh, so we'll see what happens from there. I believe that will be the 8th, uh, again, today's single de Mayo, El Deacon Day, so if you guys can follow me on the majors of social instagram and twitter deacon and co show and get to me at deacon and co show gmail.com for any problems question concern or if you just want to say something nice recommendations are welcome or tell me that i am a fucking asshole i really would love that too but for now deacon is out